Good morning. Today is Thursday, December 9th, 2021. And yesterday I shared with you a strategy, a tool that Yosef used to be able to bring about resolution to the conflict that had been so overt for more than 20 years before between himself and his brothers and the tool that he used to heal himself from the trauma of that um, terrible period. And I said to you yesterday, today I want to share with you a second strategy, a second tool. This complements what we said yesterday and each one of them can make the other more effective, but each does stand on its own. And both are very important, true concepts that apply to every one of us, because in our own lives, we go through these kinds of things, maybe hopefully not as dramatic as what Yosef is going through, but the need to resolve conflict and the need to overcome trauma is something that is almost universal. And these are two tools that will help us. And this is partially based on the writing of Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, along with some other sources. So the first thing is just to recognize, to acknowledge that Yosef suffered terribly at the hands of his brothers. And he says this himself earlier in the Torah when he is in prison. Back in Parshas Vayeshev, the end of Vayeshev, he says, Ki gunov gunavti I was kidnapped. I was wrongly punished. And even here in Egypt, I didn't do anything wrong. Remember, he was accused by the wife of Potiphar. But even here, I didn't do anything wrong. That they put me in this pit, in this jail. I have been mistreated. I have been falsely accused. Yosef suffers as a result of what happens to him. Don't think that somehow he just, you know, he went through his whole life, Gamzulatova, and it's okay, and I had Bidachan, and it's all going to work out. I mean, he was suffering. But when the moment of reconciliation does come, and when resolution finally does arrive, in our Parsha, Vayigash, that is when Yosef is finally able to say something remarkable. And now, what's remarkable about it is, what he says, which I'm going to quote in a moment, we know, I'm going to put that in quotation marks, we know to be untrue. But Yosef knows it, again in quotation marks, knows it differently. Listen to what he says. <clears throat> he sends everyone out when he reveals himself to his brothers. He tells his brothers, I am Yosef. They are shocked. They are astounded. They are ashamed. 
They are worried because looks what what ha, look at what has become of this person that we treated so badly. He now literally has our lives in his hands. Listen to what Yosef says. Viata al and now Yosef says, don't worry. Don't feel guilty that you sold me here. I was sent here by God to save you. We have passed through two years of famine and no one has any food left. And there is going to be another five years left of this famine. The reason God wanted me to be here in Egypt is so I could be the one to ensure that we would have food, that you, my family, would have food. I was here, I am here, to be in a position to make sure that you, along with everyone else, survive this seven-year famine. And God sent me here, in order to create a remnant here in Mitzrayim, in order to keep you alive, You did not send me to Egypt. <coughs> Again, we know, no, in quotation marks, we know that that is just false. Yes, they did send him to Egypt. Yosef says, no, I know it differently. It was God who sent me here. And it is God who has put me in this position to be able to save your lives and the lives of everyone else in this famine. What Yosef knows is what we have learned in different terms in the modern era. In the world of modern psychology, that's a very, very wide area of science, of knowledge. And there are many, many schools and approaches and theories of what helps a person under certain circumstances. But I want to mention three. three of the most significant in the, in the previous century, Viktor Frankl, who wrote Man's Search for Meaning. And his emphasis was he suffered through the Holocaust. And though the Nazis took away almost every vestige of humanity from those they consigned to the death factories, Frankl argued that there was one thing they could never take away from their prisoners, the freedom to decide how to respond. Aaron Beck, 
was one of the founders of what is widely considered to be one of the most effective forms of psychotherapy today, cognitive behavioral therapy. And he talked about thinking more realistically, that a person who is undergoing depression, God forbid, found uh, he found that such a person, their feelings were often connected to very negative thoughts about themselves. But by getting them to think differently, their mood would tend to improve. Martin Seligman is the founder of Positive Psychology, and he promotes what he calls authentic happiness and learned optimism. Seligman found that, pessim that depression is often connected to pessimism, which comes from interpreting events in a particular kind of way that he calls learned helplessness. Pessimists tend to see misfortune as permanent. It's always like this. It's my fault. I always get things wrong. And that leaves them feeling that the bad that they're suffering is inevitable and beyond their control. Optimists, he found, look at things differently. For them, for an optimist, negative events are temporary and they're the result of outside factors. So within limits, you can unlearn pessimism and the result is greater happiness, greater health, and greater success. Now, if you take these three thinkers, these three psychologists, there are three ideas that are common to all three. Number one, there is always more than one interpretation of what happens to us. That's number one. Number two, we can choose between different interpretations. And number three, the way we think shapes the way we feel. How we choose to respond to what happens to us shapes the way we feel about it. The word we use for this in modern terms is framing. Yosef understood the concept of framing. That means Yosef was able to look at negative events in his life, objectively negative events, and he was able to see them in a new way. And by seeing them in a new way, he liberated himself from depression and learned helplessness and was able to find resolution and to find healing. And this is the paragraph where he does this. The paragraph that I read. Don't be angry what you did to me, he says to the brothers. They should be angry because what they did was terrible. You did not send me here. Yes, they did. But Yosef is using framing to look at what happened to him in a different way. God sent me here. 
And the reason God sent me here is that there is a mission for me here. And that mission is pretty important. That mission is keeping you alive along with everybody else. He's reframing the events so that the brothers will not be burdened with guilt and shame at what they did to Yosef. And he does it for himself so that he doesn't live the rest of his life as a victim, as an acted upon, as one who simply experiences trauma. And this allows him, now to use secular terms, exactly what Frankel and Beck and Seligman would have advised him to do if he was their patient. And that is, they would tell him, you're going through this horrible trauma, objectively terrible, horrible, horrible, one after the other for years. Think of the mission you're being called on to fill. Reinterpret your misfortune into possibility. See the positive elements of your situation. And not only was Yosef freed from physical prison, he freed himself from an emotional prison resentment towards his brothers because he now saw his life not in terms of a family drama of sibling rivalry but as part of a larger movement of history shaped by divine providence. I just heard an incredible way to describe this from Rabbi Moshe Hauer. In the narrative of the binding of Isaac, Akedas Yitzchak, God had commanded Avraham to offer Yitzchak, his son, as an offering. And Avraham prepares to do so. And at the last minute, Avraham is holding the knife. At the last minute, the angel calls out, no, don't do it. I don't want you to do it. Remember the next words of the Torah. Avram saw Ayil Achar Nechaz Basfach. Avram saw a ram in the thicket. And instead of shechting, slaughtering, offering Isaac, Avram offered the ram. One of the reasons that we blow a ram's horn on Rosh Hashanah. Listen to those words again. Ayel achar nechaz basvach. There are two ways to look at this ayel, this ram. This was a ram that was stuck in the bushes. Or this is a ram that was positioned in the bushes. To look at oneself as stuck in a position is to feel, I don't have any agency. I don't have any choice in how to look at this. I'm a victim. 
Ayel achar nechaz basvach. But if I am positioned here, that means I am positioned here for a purpose, for a mission. And if I'm going through a hard time, but at least I know this is my mission. This is why I am here. That's reframing. At the heart of Judaism is the idea of human freedom. We are not prisoners of events, but active shapers of them. Yosef's life shows that we can defeat tragedy. I'm now quoting Rabbi Sachs. We can defeat tragedy by our ability to see our life not just as a sequence of unfair events inflicted on us by others, but also as a series of divinely intended moves, each of which brings us closer to a situation in which we can do what God wants us to do. We can't all be Yosef. Yosef did this magnificently. But what we can learn is to change the way we feel by changing the way we think. And the best way to do that is to ask, what does this bad experience enable me to do that I could not have done otherwise? And when we ask that question, it transforms our lives. Now, I will tell you personally, I try to practice this. I often fail. And I often wallow in misery. But when I succeed once in a while, in effectively framing the way that Yosef does, in the moments I can see the strengths I have learned from a terrible experience that I've gone through, the tools I have acquired, the blessing that I now try not to take for granted as a result of the terrible experience that I had, I don't only feel better when I'm able to do that. I feel more powerful. I feel more in control of my life. I have a lot of room for improvement. But Yosef teaches it can be accomplished. And it can be accomplished with trauma that is objectively a lot worse than anything I've gone through. Yosef in our Parsha can lead us through whatever we are going through to emerge stronger on the other side if we learn from his example. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.